One of the questions I get asked the most frequently is how it is I managed to get so many things done. From writing albums, to producing albums, to directing and editing films, to writing books, to podcasting, to running a label, it's very clear that I've done a lot of things. So it makes perfect sense why people would be curious about how it is that I get so much done. Well, the answer is discipline. The definition of discipline is the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior, using punishment to correct disobedience. Given that definition, it's no wonder people rebel against it. Most people are hardwired to rebel against the mere mention of words like training, rules, behavior, and punishment. And nobody wants their disobedience to be corrected. In general, people want the freedom to do what they want to do and be who they want to be. But what if the freedom to do what you wanted to do was stopping you from being who you wanted to be? Would you still do it? That's where discipline comes in. Show me a man who lacks discipline and I'll show you a man who suffers his entire life, all while disciplined men rule them and the world. Discipline is the primary reason I've been able to accomplish anything in my career. I wasn't born with discipline. Nobody is. It isn't God-given like talent is. Nor do you wake up one day and just get it. The only way to reach your goals is to be disciplined. And the only way to learn discipline is through hard work and practice. Despite this, anybody can be disciplined and anybody can do what I've done. So, in this episode, we will be talking about something that I've termed the four pillars of discipline. Of discipline. And how they impact your ability to commit and stay committed to your goals. When these pillars are in place, your goals are easily conquered. When these pillars are missing, your goals become almost impossible to achieve. I encourage everybody to listen and take notes as we proceed. There will be some simple exercises at the end. Let's go. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free huh. so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Welcome back to Super Duty Tough Work. As I mentioned before, this episode is about what I like to call the four pillars of discipline. Discipline. What needs to be in place in order for you to exercise discipline in your work and passions? Without these pillars, it becomes very easy to walk away and quit. Here we go. Pillar number one. Number one. Must have something worth sacrificing for. Sacrificing for. 
To say I was an underachiever in high school would be an understatement. While I wasn't into deviant activities like fighting, smoking weed, or drinking, I never exactly applied myself academically either. I would go to class, shoot the breeze, and have laughs with my fellow classmates, and do just enough to pass the class with a B- or a C+. In fact, my friends and I prided ourselves on never taking our books home from school. We would pile them all up in one locker we shared, and only pull them out when we absolutely had to. It was hard to care about grades because school was so amazing for me socially. I was the captain of the basketball and tennis teams, which made me extremely popular. I was friends with all the students and got along great with my teachers, who all knew I wasn't applying myself either, but had an impossible time motivating me. Even though I was getting good enough grades to comfortably pass and avoid any real punishment, my mother had decided she'd seen enough. One day, during our conversations about Christmas, I told her that I wanted a gold chain. I was 15 and all my favorite rappers had gold chains, so I figured it couldn't hurt to ask for a little one, even though the chances were slim to none that I would actually get it. Surprisingly, my mother told me that she would get me a gold chain for Christmas, but there was a catch. I had to make the honor roll. Since I had never really tried before, I was reluctant to agree, but eventually took on her challenge. I started taking my books home for the first time actually doing my homework and studying. It was probably only an hour a night, but I did it every night. When the test came, I knocked them out the park. By the end of the first quarter, I not only had made honor roll, I got straight A's. Second quarter, I made straight A's again. Now my friends were starting to ask me what was going on. I was getting the attention of all my teachers and even getting better grades than the nerds in my class. I told them about me and my mother's arrangement. Christmas rolled around and my parents were so proud of me. They got me that gold chain. It was probably a hundred dollar chain, pretty skinny, but I earned it and it felt good. Even though I didn't have to get good grades anymore, I kept up my grades, only getting two or three B's for the rest of the year. My grades that year ended up being the only reason I was able to get accepted into college, all because of a gold chain. The first pillar of discipline is having something worth sacrificing for. To a 15-year-old kid who was already popular and accepted among his peers, it took the promise of something that I didn't have to motivate me. I had no idea what discipline was, but once the arrangement was made, I began taking my books home every day and studying. I was prepared for classes and all the tests. Disciplining myself was something that I couldn't find motivation for on my own but having something I deemed worthy allowed me to do it for the first time. Eventually, I began to take pride in my studies on my own and didn't need any gift to motivate me. I saw that I was no different than those kids that I was previously calling nerds. The only thing that separated me from them was discipline. Although it was for something as shallow as a gold chain, sometimes you have to do the right things for the wrong reasons until you learn how to do the right things for the right reasons. Every time I thought about giving up, I thought about that gold chain and kept going. If you have a passion or a dream, but are having trouble staying disciplined enough to work towards it, the first thing you must ask yourself is, is that thing really worth the sacrifice? There are times when we only want something because somebody else tells us that it's what we should be working towards, not because we truly want it for ourselves. It becomes very easy to abandon a goal under those circumstances. If you do not want something deeply, then you will not be disciplined enough to work towards it. Take an inventory of your goals. Ask yourself, how badly do you want to see them happen? And be honest as possible. 
It's often easier to beat ourselves up over not achieving a goal than it is to admit that achieving that goal wouldn't have made us happy. Do you enjoy the Super Duty Tough Work podcast? If so, please remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And if you really rock with us, please leave us a five-star rating and we will shout you out in an upcoming episode. The five-star rating is one of the most effective ways in helping more people learn about the show. Thanks for your support. Pillar number two, Pillar number two. must value long-term rewards over instant gratification. 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 As most of you know, I used to be a computer programmer working for Kroger for five years after college. Even though I enjoyed the analytical side of the job, I started to get discouraged after my third year working there. I was saddled with responsibility of maintaining some really old legacy software systems, working long hours and unable to take vacation time off. I spoke to my boss about the stress I was under and wanting to do something different. But because nobody else could take over my work, I was stuck, unable to transfer to a different department and forced to stick with it, as they say. At the start of my fourth year, I decided that I had had enough. I was going to resign. I spent that weekend typing up my letter of resignation and walked into my boss's office, telling her that I didn't want to work there anymore and wanted to resign. She asked if I had gotten another job offer. I said no. She asked me had I been applying to other jobs. I said no. She asked me if I had even prepared my resume. I said no. I hadn't prepared anything. I just wanted to resign, relocate back to Columbus and start again. I was miserable. After about 30 minutes, she talked me out of resigning. She told me that she would make some changes, get me some help and do her best to make things work for me. I walked out of her office and went back to work. By the time I got home, I realized that she had really done me a favor by talking me out of quitting. I didn't have any prospects for another job. It would have hurt my reputation with them by leaving so abruptly, and I had absolutely no money saved up. I would have been in bad shape. This was a big wake-up call for me. For the next year, I worked as hard as I could at everything. Busted my ass at work. I busted my ass getting my music out outside of work. I busted my ass saving money. I stopped going out to happy hour with the coworkers, stopped eating out, and only spent money when necessary. I was making great money, but still caught public transportation to work just to save money. By my own estimate, I was able to save at least 50 to 60% of my take-home pay for almost an entire year. While this was going on, my group with RJD2, Soul Position, had just got signed to Rhymesayers and our careers were starting to take off. By the end of that year, I was offered an opportunity to tour with Atmosphere. After thinking it over deeply, I walked into my boss's office again and really resigned. I've been a full-time artist ever since. The second pillar of discipline is valuing long-term reward over instant gratification. 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 When I was upset about my job situation, I wasn't doing anything to plan for my future. I wasn't saving, planning, or preparing to put myself in a better position only going to work, coming home, and doing it all over again. I was unhappy with my job, but even the way I tried to resign the first time showed that I wasn't thinking long-term. Thank God my boss talked me off that cliff. I realized that the only way to build the life I wanted was to be more disciplined. I finally had a long-term goal to work towards, getting out of that job and relocating back to my hometown. So I began sacrificing and being disciplined. I only drove my car when necessary and caught the bus to work. I stopped eating out and started preparing home-cooked meals every day. 
I stopped going out and spending money at happy hour with my coworkers and opted to go home and work on my music. The result of this discipline was the ability to walk away from my job the second time around and do it properly. If you have goals and you aren't reaching them, take an inventory of your lifestyle and personality. Does your lifestyle involve a lot of activities that are for instant gratification? Is living for today a higher priority than planning for tomorrow? If so, then you will have an impossible time being disciplined enough to achieve your goals. Until instant gratification loses all of its appeal to you, you will never achieve the long-term goals that will change your life and make you happy. Your lack of discipline is because you lack the second pillar of discipline, which is valuing long-term rewards over instant gratification. Over the last several months, as the podcast has been growing, people have been asking how they can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast. Well, here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Elogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Elogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at weightless.net. That's the word, weightless.net. Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. Pillar number three, three. must have no fear of missing out. Of missing out. Anyone who remembers meeting me during the early part of my career can attest that I was a pretty heavy drinker. In those days, it wasn't uncommon for me to have a few shots and a few beers before I performed, and even a few more after I got finished. 
I was always nervous about performing and the alcohol helped me deal with that. This attitude was tolerable while I was on tour, but things took a turn for the worse once I got back home from tour and kept drinking as if I were on tour. A weekly hip hop night that I hosted for three years created a situation where I started hanging out more and more from one or two nights a week to three or four until I eventually was only home on the nights that I was physically recovering from drinking. Since I was doing music full time, it was easy to work on music during the day, then party at night. I was too far gone, but it was hard to change because everything I knew and everybody I was around was still drinking. We would bounce from bar to bar, from show to show and from party to party for five or six nights a week. On the nights I was home, I still wanted to be out kicking it. In short, I had a fear of missing out. If there was a good show, I wanted to be there. If there was a good after hour session, I wanted to be there. All to the detriment of my work. It would be three or four more years before I realized that my fear of missing out was having a negative impact on my life and work and decided to give up drinking altogether. Since then, I've taken on more ambitious projects than I ever would have back then, from playing instruments on stage to writing books to making movies, all things I didn't have the patience to do when I was drinking and partying. The third pillar of discipline is not being afraid of missing out. Missing out. Missing out. Having done so much in the early portion of my career, I had hit a crossroads, unsure of how to proceed. The easy answer was to drink and party. I knew that there were still mountains to climb as an artist, but I couldn't fully commit to climbing them because I lacked the discipline it would have taken to stay home and practice my craft. Why? Because I was too afraid of missing something. Already one of the most popular artists in my hometown, I had friends who worked at almost every bar and every venue. Being plugged in at that level gave me constant reasons to leave the house. It wasn't until I finally admitted that going out so much wasn't helping my career that I started building the discipline to lock in and work on my craft. Do you have a fear of missing out? Are you so plugged in socially that it's easy to find activities to go to whenever you want? Do you feel guilty when you miss an event? Having a fear of missing out will undermine any attempts at becoming disciplined and achieving your goals because you will always find a reason to cut your work short. Eventually, you'll find that you're spending more time taking breaks to be social than working on your craft. Until you address and eliminate your fear of missing out, you will never have the discipline it takes to further your craft. To all the listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, this is Blueprint here to announce that I have a brand new album titled Two-Headed Monster that will be available on May 22nd, 2018 on Weightless Recordings. The album is produced entirely by yours truly and features guest appearances from a few people that I've wanted to collaborate with for a long time, like Slug of Atmosphere, AC Alone, Mr. Liff, Wordsworth, Superstition, and High Slow. Two-Headed Monster will be the first full-length album that I've released since we've been doing this podcast. So to everybody that listens to us every week and is inspired by or helped by what we do here, I'm asking you to support me and this podcast by pre-ordering your copy of the project right now on waitlist.net. As I like to say, spread the word about good music socially and support good music financially. As usual, 
We've got a few different pre-order packages for you to choose from. Whether that's the regular CD version or the deluxe CD package, the regular LP or the deluxe LP package, the regular MP3 or the deluxe MP3 package, or the t-shirt package that comes with a t-shirt and a blueprint lapel pin, something we've never done before, with either the deluxe CD or the vinyl package. Whatever format you need, we got you covered. And just so you know, there will only be 500 copies of the vinyl available and it will be clear vinyl this time. We've done red, we've done orange, we've done blue, and now we're doing clear vinyl. So don't sleep. All pre-orders will ship out to arrive on May 22nd, which is well in advance of the official release date. So if you're listening to this, head over to waitlist.net right now and order your copy. I'm really proud of this record and 100% confident that you're gonna dig it too. To recap, my new solo album, Two-Headed Monster, will be out May 22nd on Waitlist Recordings and is pre-ordering right now on waitlist.net. Now back to the show. Pillar number four. Four. Must have the ability to track progress. 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 I wasn't always an avid reader. In fact, I read no more than one or two books a year until 2010 when I stopped drinking. Prior to that, I knew I needed to be reading more, but lacked the discipline to make it a habit. There always seemed to be better things to do with my time that distracted me from it. Thankfully, sobriety gave me another chance to improve my habits. Once I was sober, I realized that a part of the reason I would lose inspiration to read was that outside of the pages of the books themselves, I had no way of tracking my progress. I decided to tape a couple sheets of paper to the wall of my office. On this paper, I would write down the start date, the book's title, and the finish date. This would allow me to not only track how many books I read, but also how long it took me to read each book. With this simple system in place, my reading skyrocketed. I was able to see exactly how much I was reading every month, what types of books I was reading the fastest, and how long it was taking me to read each book. Looking back at all the books I had read gave me the confidence to stick to it whenever I felt like stopping. All of a sudden, I was able to become a disciplined reader. The fourth pillar of discipline is the ability to track progress. Just as a student tracks their progress with tests, grades, and grade levels, you must find a way to track progress in achieving your goals. Otherwise, you will feel lost and discouraged. How can you be disciplined enough to work towards something day after day if you aren't seeing and tracking your progress? How can you be expected to sacrifice and be disciplined if you have no idea how far you've come and how far you still got to go? If you are not tracking your progress, then you will have an impossible time being disciplined and achieving your goals. The ability to track progress is the fourth pillar of discipline. 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 Conclusion. Conclusion. The four pillars of discipline are pillar number one, must have something worth sacrificing for. Pillar number two, must value long term rewards over instant gratification. Pillar number three, must have no fear of missing out. And pillar number four, must have the ability to track progress. 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 These four pillars are the foundation of your ability to be disciplined in your work and in the pursuit of your passions. 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 The more present they are, 
the easier it becomes to stay focused on your goals until you achieve them. But if any are out of place, you will have a more difficult time reaching your goals. Exercises. 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 If you have had any issues staying disciplined, I would like you to take these pillars and compare them to your current list of activities to see if the absence of any of these pillars are causing your problems. Write down all of your goals for the year, especially those that require you to learn a new skill or study. With each goal, ask yourself, is it worth sacrificing for? Can you resist the short-term gratification for the long-term reward? Do you have a fear of missing out that will make you susceptible to distractions? And finally, do you have the ability to track your progress? Understand, if you are missing any of these pillars, your ability to execute your plans will be compromised. However, once you have them in place, it will be much easier to find the discipline you need to achieve all of your goals. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, Super Duty Tough Work. Huh?